It's episode 59 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from really a guest that needs no introduction, Nikki Riojas, owner of 13 and Market Home and Decor Store right off Stables. I got to visit it recently. Most recently, Corp Made in Corpus Christi, which we're gonna go into more detail about later. She's also the founder and president of the Women's Entrepreneurial Society in Corpus Christi, Texas. And she serves as an adjunct professor for the graphic design department for Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That's Is that it? So far. I think that's it. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Or I'm here. Thanks for having me in your house. Of course. First things first. Gotta do it. To you. Cheers. Yes. Two guests in a row taking a shot, y'all. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, let's get this party started. Okay, so I just recently discovered that you moved here. Yes. From where? From Nebraska. Okay. Of course. And when did, yeah, when did you move here? Uh, I was just looking at the calendar the other day, actually trying to figure it out. So it's almost five years. Okay, so not very long at all. No. And look at the splash that you've made. You know, I dive right in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what were you doing in Nebraska? I mean, so you, you were born and raised there, going to school there, that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm from Nebraska, from Lincoln, Nebraska, Cornhusker State. Mm -hmm. And then... That's um, like the only thing I know about Nebraska. Well, it's a good thing to know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a huge football <laughs> player, but... Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, so I went to... I grew up in Lincoln and then went to school at a tiny little school outside of... Um, Omaha, Nebraska, which is the biggest city there, yes. and then have, was living in Omaha for like 10. So I actually claim Omaha as my hometown, right. and Lincoln is where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. And so did you go to school there? Because you are an adjunct professor for graphic design. So is that what you got your, did you get a degree in graphic design or? Yeah. So my, my uh, degree is in graphic design and fine art, and I ended up in corporate wow. marketing. So I did marketing for um, some large corporations, for nonprofits, kind of anywhere in between. So some higher education there, okay. but marketing and graphic design is, is what I did while Which I was Which is so in... amazing. And break it down for me, because anything in the marketing design area, I am not well versed in. So what does graphic design entail? So I did a lot of brand development, a lot of um, print design. I don't do a lot of web design. I would mm -hmm. do the, some of the aesthetic part, but then we had web developers that actually created right. uh, everything. Your part sounds more fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I knew. I knew how to do that. I don't yeah. know how to code, or I don't know how to develop any kind of websites. But, um, but yeah, that's what, that's what I did, for, well, up until, I started all my other businesses. Right. And actually, up well, when I started, my first company, it was in two thousand and two. So thirteen what? in market. Yeah. So I was like twenty two or twenty three, if you count back. Yeah. 41 so really <laughs> yeah whoa yeah i know so see looking i've done a girl. lot looking good girl <laughs> i've done a lot but it's been over a long but period I mean, of time even doing graphic design i still feel like you kind of uh got into it before everybody was into it it seems like like i don't think i heard about maybe it's just because i've lived in corpus my whole life mm -hmm. but you don't hear about too many graphic designers like it still seemed like a relatively new thing to get into i mean it could have been i mean design has been around for a long time, mm -hmm. but I don't think it really got to be very mainstream that. until probably like the 80s, you're gonna start seeing a lot more designers. And then it really got inundated, I think in the 90s and the mm -hmm. 2000s. Like when I graduated, it was I graduated in 99. Um, I was lucky I got a job right out of school. I that was is ready awesome. To go at a bedding manufacturer, because you know that's what all graphic designers <laughs> aspire to get into. <laughs> hey, um, but work yeah. after graduating is the is the ideal. Yes, yeah, 
Yeah, so I started there at a company, and at the same time, I started my first business. Right, which was 13 and Market. It started at, the, the parent company is called Soul Chicks Design. Okay. So that's where we started. Yeah. And what, what, mm-hmm. what was it? Was it home decor? No, well, sort of. We made everything. So I got into business with a partner. Wow. And Soul Chick Design. Soul Chicks Design. Soul so, Chicks yes. Designs. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we thought, you know, we liked to be outside and we were both blonde and we thought mm-hmm. that was, you know, the perfect <laughs> name, I guess, at the time. I like it. Um, it worked at the time. And so, this is in Nebraska. It was in Nebraska. Okay. Um, I. If you remember, like American Idol, when we get started, everybody had the painted jeans and the painted jackets and all of that. Okay, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So we custom designed clothing. We did um, jewelry. We did glassware. That was really what kind of wow. set us off. So we yes. hand painted all these martini glasses and wine glasses and everything we so got. So you paint? Yes. Okay. So both of us did that. I did all the marketing and the branding for the company. My oh, partner awesome. did all the web design development, mm-hmm. and then she created a lot of the the glassware too. So we learned the ins and outs of running a business at 22 and 23 pretty early on because we did everything. Yes. Um, the thing that really kind of shot us up into like, I don't know, more notoriety then was that we hooked up with a publicist and we started getting into celebrity gift bags. So that's what we, our little what claim to What an excellent idea. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I mean, was, how does that even work? Who even thinks of that? Like, awesome. It is an industry. And yeah. it was serious. We would get calls from people that needed, you know, 100 glasses for um, a Broadway show in New York. So we would send all the glasses. And we would custom, like, Nathan Lane and all the, you know, we'd write their names on them and what? paint them. What? You mm-hmm. probably have pieces in, like, celebrities' houses. Uh-huh. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, no, it was it was wild. And this is wild. Uh huh. And we went like we actually went. Usually we would just send a product, and uh, then we would get photos of the celebrities with the product, and you know we, we were able to use those. We actually went to L.A. for um, the Motown 45 reunion special. So our publicist wow. hooked us up with an, uh, a company called Backstage Creations at the time. I don't even know if they're still around. Right. Uh, that worked with all of these businesses, and then you would go backstage, and then we had all the gift bags. Right, they would go around to everybody, and they would get their photos with the products and the people and all that. Yes. So that was our first time going. And I mean, you don't get this is pre- social media is not prevalent. I don't think. Not really right. then. I mean, so we I have mean, a Facebook page. How we else didn't... do you do it, right? This is yeah. like the optimal way to do it. Yeah, like we sent out literal press releases. <laughs> like my publicist would send out press releases to all these places, that and that's where we got picked up. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it was fun. Like we have pictures with you know all these. Big name celebrities at the time, like Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and you know Naomi Campbell. Hey, they Campbell. came back. They came back. They were the Super Bowl commercial. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told my husband that because when I started teaching this last year at the university, I was showing pictures on a slide, just introducing myself. He's like, "No one's gonna know any of those celebrities up there," and it, they didn't. But they were only twenty. <laughs> oh, so. that's, true. that's a whole other beast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I guess I owe him ten bucks or whatever we bet. But that's funny. But that's what we did, and so we got in all the Omaha newspapers and the magazines, and yes. we got into a few national m- publications, I think the New York Times, and a couple of other things at the, t- at the time was, I mean, that was a big deal, but that's all we knew. We just thought that if you worked hard, well, you right. would that's my, just happen. That's my question. Like, yeah. how, I don't know. It seems to me like you guys just kind of understood the next step, I guess. I mean, how else do you describe that? Yeah, I don't, I mean, we made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Let me be clear. Like, we were not good with finances. Yeah, tell us about your mistakes. We didn't, yeah, I'm no, we, yeah, we didn't. We made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, we spent money That's on things business, we shouldn't. Right? We I didn't, mean, you're you know. In your early 20s. 
Yeah, but we also both had full-time jobs at the time, so we had safety nets. We had things that we knew we could do, and, mm-hmm. you know, we had extra money coming in. So right. it wasn't like we were, you know, <laughs> like it is now. Right. Um, but at the time, <laughs> you know, we were doing it. But, we, I mean, we worked 18, 20 hours a day. You know, we were cranking out a lot of product. We, I think... It sounds to me like you loved it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... I, I didn't sleep then because I would just go to my full-time job, come back, paint to do marketing and press releases and you know emails and all of that all day all night long we I get up you know, I was 20 like early 20s so that didn't bother me right I mean you that. had a side hustle before side hustles were side hustles I think so yes yeah. mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. yeah so then what happened with what's it called again it was soul chicks soul, soul chicks. chicks design so it's still I mean that's that's the parent company to yeah. 13 and market um after about I think six years or so I bought the rest of the company out for my partner um, to be quite honest, like I was just a crazy person. So I only worked mm-hmm. and everything was work and it was always work and it was only that. And I didn't really have time for family things. And you know, she was getting married and having kids oh, and all of wow. that. And I was like, well, my, our customers don't care about that. Well, they just mm-hmm. want, you know, product. And mm-hmm. looking back at it, it was a, it was a terrible way to, to be, but we also saw that oh, we, it was time you can't to be hard stay. on, yeah, you can't be hard on yourself for that. I mean, I, I think like I said, you legitimately loved it. Yeah. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like a chore. You were you were into it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I did. Okay. And I think yeah. I just, I pushed, <laughs> probably pushed my partner Got out it. at that, not, not out, but <laughs> to the point where she just wasn't, she wasn't having fun right, anymore. Right, right. So that is something that I learned and knew that a partnership is hard. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that last meeting in the conference room where we were, I was buying out everything else that she had was not a fun one. Right, of um, course. But those are the things that you, you learn from, you know, and that's, I haven't had another partner yeah. <laughs> since then either. I'm not saying that it doesn't work out, but it it was no, hard learned. on the friendship. It yes. took us many years before you know we were connected again. And, mm-hmm. um, so those are you know just things that you go through and and learn and absolutely. I mean, especially because clearly you're meant to be a business owner. I mean, you just seem like a natural from the get go. You know who to partner up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, while you're doing marketing, she's doing actual coding and developing the website. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all have similar skills. That to me is just as important as running the business as getting the right people involved. So cl- you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. obviously you're meant to own businesses. <laughs> so I feel like you tried out the partnership, maybe mm-hmm. you know wasn't ideal for you, but now here you are. Mm-hmm. So you buy this out from your your uh, partner. Mm-hmm. So then what? So I ran it probably for a couple of years, but at some point you just at least for me I just got burned out. So well, you're, I was, on, you're on your own. Yeah. So and I had hired a couple of people part time and. Um, you know, we just, I was really also focused on my full-time career. So I was running, I was the director of marketing for a, a couple of big companies, and that was really taking a lot of my time. Yeah, and I was huge. excited about that. So I wanted to do that. And then this kind of just took a, you know, a backseat for maybe two or three years. I ended up shutting down the website. I did everything. And I just did some freelance work where I still had people mm-hmm. that, you know, would ask for custom orders. So that was my breather. Like, I just... Yeah, I was going to ask, how does it feel to do something like that, right? To be going like full force, go, 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 to suddenly, you know, realizing like, okay, might need to scale back a little bit and shut down the website and all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, was it a relief? It was at the time. Yeah, I just got to the point where when I might, when I would hear an order come in, like ching, I'm like, oh, dread it. No. Oh no! And you know, when that happens, when you people are paying you money and you are not excited to be receiving <laughs> that money, that that you need to change. Yes. So, or take a break, or mm-hmm. shift gears, which is what I ended up doing. But to be able to be aware of that, I probably should have done it 
a year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, you know, worked through it. We were also moving. We moved from Nebraska to Louisiana. Wow. Um, what a change. I, yeah. <laughs> it really, really was. I mean, I love Louisiana, guys, but what it part was of Louisiana? Uh, Lafayette. Okay. Yes. I had never been there. Mm-hmm. My husband told me we were moving to Texas. And I got all excited about that. And then he called me back and said, never mind, it's actually going to be in Louisiana. And I was like, I don't Close know. Close enough. I want to go. No. <laughs> uh, so that was actually the reason why I started West when I got here was because the transition was so, so hard. Yeah. Um, How long were we all in Louisiana? Only two years. Okay. And actually, I still have great friends that I made mm-hmm. from there. But it took a women's group that I got in, involved with there that turned everything around. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, if it wasn't for that, I don't. I think I would have been back in Nebraska, yeah. to be honest. Oh. I don't even know if I'd be married. I've never been yeah, that far was... from home, so I, I can't relate at all. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, no, it was really hard. And then I worked from home still, so I still worked for um, a healthcare research firm in Nebraska. So I would travel every three weeks. So I was working from home, and then I had a team split up between Seattle, Washington, and Nebraska in, in Lincoln. So I would fly to Lincoln, or I would fly to Seattle. We also had... Um, office in Canada so wow I didn't really have time to make friends or really mm-hmm. to get you know connected with people down there and so just sitting in my house hating the fact that I wasn't in Nebraska anymore hating that I didn't know anybody when I was really I was really well connected back in Omaha um, was awful yes I, you know I didn't I didn't like it and I ended up using the connections that I had as the marketing director to get in with an ad agency that I re- I found online. I was like, oh, these guys look cool. In Lafayette? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I was like, hey, I run marketing for this company. Maybe we should get together. Maybe we can hire you. <laughs> Which we did. They ended up partnering with us. They We did a lot of healthcare research. They did a lot of healthcare marketing. Wow. We ended up like presenting at things. Yeah. So it was a mutually beneficial relationship. Clearly. But I'm like, it just kind of like, like I said, you have this knack to just pick the right people. It's pretty neat. I, you know, I never really thought about it that way. But yeah, connection is definitely yes. something that I love. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything you just told me, it's like everything's just kind of, you know, work, worked out in a really great way. Okay. Yes. So Lafayette. That's yes. where we were. Um, and then we got, my husband was working for an oil company, and so they transferred him out here. Mm-hmm. And he was working for a company in Alice. And we went to Alice. Lived in Alice? No. Okay. Uh, went to Alice. Got and it. I said, how about if we live in Corpus Christi? Yeah. We're going to live here. Had you so. ever heard of Corpus before? I mean, I think I knew it existed. Yeah. But I'd and never you're like, been that's here. That's the closest, like, biggest city. Yes. And yeah, he, not too far. Yeah. Andrew is from Texas, my husband, and from West Texas. Mm-hmm. So that was the ultimate goal. I always loved visiting Texas. I had friends down okay. in Dallas. All right. So you've been to Texas mm-hmm. a time or two. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love Dallas. We thought we were going to move to Dallas or Houston or Austin, one of those places. Of and course. And we ended up. I'm surprised you, you ended up down here and not Houston, to be honest. Yeah, that's just how it works. Yeah, well, I mean, people yeah. typically end up in Houston, you mm-hmm. know, when they make that kind of big move. So mm-hmm. we lucked out because you're here. <laughs> well, I think I lucked out too. Um, but that's where we ended up. Was here. We lived in a hotel for six months. Oh no! How with, did people do that? I mean, it was with two Dobermans and a three-month-old. That's in a hotel. That's where we were for six months while we were trying to sell our house back in Louisiana. Oh my goodness. And trying to figure out what we were doing here. I was still employed with the healthcare mm-hmm. research firm at the time. Um, and I was doing more freelance design work and marketing things. Okay, so Just still to... kind of repping soul chicks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but not near what I was doing. We weren't doing any product or anything like that. And so it wasn't until we got our house um, that we decided that I decided 
that I was going to start something else. I just, I was doing a lot of home renovations. Mm -hmm. So we bought a house a few blocks away. I love it. And, um, and wanted to renovate it. Yeah. And so that's where it kind of that sparked some new, oh, okay, I want to get it back into home decor and That designing. makes sense that you would. I mean, coming yeah. from a graphic design and fine art background, mm -hmm. absolutely, and your store reflects it so much. I'm like, how did I not know about this <laughs> store sooner? It's just one of those things, like, I oh, it's think I hidden. found out about yeah. you within like the last year. Okay. Like 13 and market specifically. Mm -hmm. So you're renovating your house. Yes, I still have all my wholesale accounts. Like I can go out and I oh can get God. all my stuff. Like yes. what am I doing? And so I started, you know, looking up new vendor places and starting to put in orders. And I was like, I think I'm ready to start something again. So, really, and people ask me this all the time, where 13 and Market the name came from? Yes, I was going to ask you that. Okay, my favorite number is 13, which and makes that me was, really happy. Is it? Yes, Doesn't I'm it? a fan. Of, it's not my favorite number, but okay. I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All growing up, we had like 13 was always prevalent in all of our families. Like my mm -hmm. dad had a law firm on 13th Street, 13th floor. His phone number was 1313. Our horse was 13. Like it was just one of those. That sounded very weird. I was telling about just say, saying it out loud, but that was no. It is kind of weird. I mean, what's the word like? synchronicity almost or something like what's up with all the yeah. 13s yeah. and now so, you have a business that's where it started that and then i wanted people to know they could buy things there yeah. that's literally that's it that's like that is the only uh, reason brilliant something i like concise word that gets the point across yeah buy stuff yeah Perfect. that's it um there's no there's no big backstory there yeah but i started it all online so i was still working i think yeah, I your website's amazing by the way yeah i visit it regularly <laughs> yeah. I need to update it that's the thing we've been doing all these other things so I haven't been able to update some of those things but um, I started selling and I really built the company on Instagram mm -hmm. so that's before all the algorithm changes mm -hmm. before all the issues with everything literally I would post a picture and I, I took all I take all the, the photos on the site they look great um, and I would just sell you know I would post a tray a farm because farmhouse was big you know mm -hmm. it still kind of is but mm -hmm. um, I would post a tray and it would just be 30 at a time. Like I would just sell out, sell Are out, sell serious? out. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Thank was, you, Instagram. Yeah, it Amazing was crazy. Tool. Yeah, but every time we would always sell, especially as a marketer, you know, don't rely on one mm -hmm. area as the place for your sole source of revenue, right? Yes. Well, we were blowing up so much that I was like, I don't have time to go do email marketing and Facebook marketing and go out and do anything. Because I wasn't in the store yet. We were yeah. just online. And so I put it all off, and then you knew that the, the bottom was going to drop out of it. And it actually happened, like, the month that my daughter was born. Oh, wow. So I had quit my job, my full-time job. Mm -hmm. I was doing this full-time. Really? Had a baby, and then my second baby. And yes. then my husband came home, like, two weeks later and said, I got laid off oh, from shit. a business. Sorry. That's just like, <laughs> oh, God, why? Yeah. So, I mean, if people want to know, like, really, the behind the scenes, that's what it was like. So we had all of those things kind of hit us all at the same time. At the same time, he was finishing up with his master's degree and he had wanted to start looking for to do something different at that time anyway and I said okay well I guess now is as good a time as any you want to start something I want to start starting something let's what do it what an amazing mindset to be in because I'm the kind of person that if that kind of stuff was going down like boom 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 domino effect I'm gonna probably take a week like I'm just gonna be <laughs> tripping really <laughs> well I'm not saying that didn't happen but like we were kind of a mess but it's hard for me to get my mind right after something like that yeah no it was a lot all at at once but at the same time you know did we want to go back into corporate jobs I mean we made a lot of money when we were doing that um, but 
we were kind of, you know, we we're like, if we're going to work this hard, because both of us are very, very hard workers, we're very loyal. Um, did we want to keep doing that for someone else or did we mm-hmm. want to try doing that for ourselves? Mm-hmm. So that's ultimately what drove us to those decisions. And I mean, I'm not saying it's easy by any means. It's still not easy. You know, we're, you look at three years before you really start turning a profit at a company if you're good at it. Yes. Right. So we're in year two um, of Milestones, which is my husband's business. And with 13 Market, it's been... I mean, really, about the same time since it's been full time. But then we, you know, throw in West and we throw in all these other things yes. and made Corpus that have kind of shifted my plan. His has been very steadfast. He's really fo- done a really good job of following through with what they had intended to do. With, yes, so incredible. Uh, with I mean, you, you too. Just I mean, establishing business is here in Corpus, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever I mean, local business was just starting to kind of take off again, kind of thing. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> well, I'm just glad there are a lot of people here that want to do the same thing. Yeah, you know, that's essentially what we're doing. Is I mean, if it was just us, that's not gonna, that's not gonna no, do anything. No, y'all pick the right place. But, like I said, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just, I'll keep saying it. The the knack <laughs> of just making the right choice, kind of thing. I don't think you can make a wrong choice necessarily, but like the best choice. Oh no, choice. you can. You can make some yeah. bad choices. <laughs> I will not hide that from anyone. Right. Um, but you know, it's. It's been a hard time going through all this with the AO. We had the hurricane as soon as we bought our buildings. Uh, you know, we had all those things that pushed okay, back. Okay, so y'all got, so got the storefronts in 2017. Yeah, we, 2017. we bought the building that we're in now, and then we bought the pr- old print shop building that was next door. Mm-hmm. It just kind of happened. It wasn't something that they had planned. But with the production facility that, that Andrew needs for Milestones, they wanted some space. They wanted to be able to grow into it, and they also wanted to have extra space in case they wanted to do something different of course so that it ended up just working out but then all the plans all everything that they had scheduled got pushed back i don't know six months or so because of all the hurricane and getting people to come in they did a lot of the renovation work themselves Mm -hmm. um and then hired a contractor for part of the thing but that took much longer than we had anticipated right so are you still doing 13 and market via website while y'all getting the storefront ready to go yes yeah so i i had that and then um, started Wes sl- shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. So Wes, the Women's Entrepreneur Society of Corpus Christi. That is the long name. Yes. We call it Wes just yes. because it's Thank you for long. doing that. Entrepreneurial is never easy for me to say. Is it entrepreneur or entrepreneur? Entrepreneur. Okay. But uh, people say it both ways. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Um, it, all, it all sounds the same. Yeah. It's, it does the same thing. But one of the things that when I moved here is I tried to start finding connections again on Instagram is where I found a lot of these creative people um, I wanted to know where people met. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where do you, where do you guys meet? And I think I've said this multiple times. People have asked, and they were like, "Oh no, we just know each other from social media. Like we've never met each other in yes. real life." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that is something we need to change, ladies." I love that. Yes. So we started. I think we, the first one that we started was maybe like eight people um, at a Starbucks or something. And, and when was this? this also in 2017, right before the hurricane, because we started. Yeah, it would have been the latter part of 2017. Then we met, then we had scheduled another meeting, I think then the hurricane happened, and then we came back and started meeting. So we we would meet each month, and it started out with just another, a different location. So Terry from Wildflowers, mm-hmm. I think she was our second maybe spot. Susie Bergstrom from Jewels was our third. Oh, and awesome. we just kept growing and growing to the point where there was no other place. We couldn't, yeah. we couldn't hold them. And I thought, in my head, like the loftiest of goals of mine was like, what if we got 100 members? Like, would not that just be... The like craziest thing. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? Because um, I didn't even know if there were that many 
entrepreneurs in this town, mm-hmm. but I kept meeting such amazing women doing such amazing things that I was like, I don't know, let's try it. But at the time, it was just, it was fun. Like, we just got together. It was very casual. Yeah, and so you you put it out there then. So you, yeah, was I had, that another Instagram thing? Yeah, like, it okay, was. I just okay. reached out to a handful of women that I knew on Instagram and said, let's set a date and let's meet. And I don't really have an agenda. You know, we'll talk about how can we share best practices, what's working for you, what's not, local, you know. I love that. Things that, that we could learn from one another. And then I think it was at Terry's Market, which would have been, or Terry's shop, maybe in September, October? Maybe it was October. Um, I said, does anybody want to have a holiday market? Like, I don't know, maybe like in three weeks. So it would have been maybe November that we met. I can't remember. In, of 2017. Of 2017. I didn't realize this was that young. It, well, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, we had a secret Facebook group. We mm-hmm. did, like you couldn't even search for it. We yeah. didn't have a website, and didn't have a name. We didn't have anything because it was literally just a bunch of women that were just getting together and kind of feeling each other out. Like, of we course, didn't know of course. what it was going to be. That's and actually pretty smart. So, yeah, until the market. Because my background is marketing, communication, mm-hmm. design. So when it went out, when that market event hit Facebook, it went out. Like we had everything in place. We hired, well, it was at the time, it was Hull's Design. I don't know if you knew, know Garrett or Adriana um, with Hull's Design. They lived here at the time. And Audrey, uh, Adriana was a member. And so they put together the creative on that. So all the design and all wow. the holiday. It was beautiful. It looked so, so professional. It came out and we started getting people coming. So we actually had it at... Yeah, milestones. Okay. Before it was milestones, so it was we had just bought the building, and we had Andrew was still like painting the ceiling the day before <laughs> we were supposed to have this thing. I think we had about twenty women, twenty fifteen twenty, um, with you know just tables. I mean, concrete painted, just nothing. It was literally nothing in what I kind of call kind of a transitional area. This but, makes me so happy though, because oh, it doesn't have to be 100 percent put together for you no, to have this event. Yes. No, no, no. We still had like the carpet glue was still all over my my <laughs> shop was not anywhere near complete. It was literally just like a shell of what it is now. Um, torrential wa- rains that whole day. It flooded. Construction had just started it was up in November. front of the building, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and it was freezing cold. And we had over 100 people show up. It would be 150, and this was a three weeks of advertising. And us just t- just telling people about it. All yes. of our markets, we had a marketing plan. So we you know, posted when it was supposed to post. We did all this collectively. So all these women posted. Um, and that people showed up. And I was, it, w- it was insane. It didn't matter what was going on with, well, I, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> we had a lot of things going on yes. at that time. And people still showed up. Um, and I knew then based on the amount of women that were not coming to shop, but they were coming to see how they could join this organization mm-hmm. that didn't exist mm-hmm. officially, that we had to do something. <laughs> yes, that's huge. Yeah. It's like people were like hungry for it. And oh, you provided, it was, yeah, it obviously. Was, it was insane. So Chelsea Nye from um, Chelsea Marie Boutique, mm-hmm. if you know her downtown, that was the first time I ever met her. And she came up and she just had this look of, how do I get involved in this? I own a business. I have never heard of you before. It says underground girl gang. How do I get involved with it? Yes. And I had... Her and then maybe six or seven other women throughout that night come up and they, you know, had expressed interest in joining. And I, yeah, affecting others in that kind of way to perpetuate your vision is Mm. huge. It was, yeah, no, it's one thing to have supporters, but another to be like, please let me be a part of this Mm -hmm. so we can expand. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, so that's what really we did for the next, 
I think it's even more amazing that it's right after the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And you guys are, you know, getting yourselves established via storefront. Mm-hmm. You already have your, it's pretty lucrative online. But so much transition, like you were saying. I mean, that's like the theme for the whole winter. Yes. Yeah, it definitely, there were, there were a lot of really good things that happened during that time. Uh, and it was because of that that we decided, okay, we're going to create this official nonprofit we're going to focus on you know, how can we get members, what are we going to do, what's it going to look like, what are mm-hmm. we going to offer, why is this going to be beneficial for the members, but also for the community. And so that, to be quite honest, I took a huge step back from 13 and Market at the time. I, I almost shut my my store down Wow! so that I could do this. Yes. I mean, that's how much I thought it was important to the mm-hmm. community to, to have this. And, you know, when you just felt feel driven to do something, Absolutely. Right? So you can't turn that off, yes. that's what was happening. Um, so we really focused on that. We have a small board, um, and you know, we went from answering every email. We have socials every month. We still do that. Oh, it's monthly. It's month. The socials okay. are monthly. Okay. Oh, Those yes. are open to anyone. You have one coming up at Hard Knocks. It's hard Knocks. It's That's next what it week is. or the week yes, after. Seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we do those every month. We always pick a local location mm-hmm. to have it in. Um, and you know those we can get 50 60 70 women that come to that a lot of them aren't members they're just checking it out mm-hmm. and that's one of the things i thought was the most important was we we do have a couple of stipulations on membership okay only because there are just some of us that aren't well versed in everything yes so um you know, if you are a small independent owned women owned or partially owned business that's that's really the only requirement awesome so if you are um kind of in the network marketing, if you're more of a consultant kind of thing, that doesn't fall inside that. That's really the only thing. And so we wanted to make sure that even if you weren't a a true member of the organization, we still have opportunities available. Yes, I think that's great because you extend it out. Like even if you don't own a business, if Mm -hmm. you just like want to support these women or just come Mm -hmm. check out our cause. I love that. It's not, you know, it's inclusive. Come check it out. Come hang out. We really try to do that. And a lot of people just, they own businesses that help support women own small businesses or small Mm -hmm. businesses in general. That's a way that they can get in. You know, there's no program. There's nothing that goes on other than you walk in, you sit and talk to people, you get up and talk to people. Uh, we have some people that come with like an agenda, so they hand out business cards. They hand out, you know, oh, wow. they are there for, to network, and it's so like speed networking. There's people that come there. <laughs> that, those people amaze me. Yeah, I, not no, that, I have I an admiration for them. Yes, um, admiration. You'll never hear me say that this is a networking event, because I went to so many and held so many networking events when I was in corporate America. Yes, which is to me such a corporate thing. Yeah, that I I don't want it to be that way. I want it, if you own a business or you own part of a business you and your husband do or you and your friend do maybe you're doing it part-time and you just want to come out and talk to other women i don't care if you just want to get away from your family and mm-hmm. so you're using that as an excuse mm-hmm. or i got a meeting i gotta go I are you hearing this people yeah. are you hearing it <laughs> yes or you really you know you have you want to meet certain people you know they're going to be there you see the invite list you say okay so and so owns a boutique and i want to go talk and you know mm-hmm. talk to them about maybe carrying something that i have you know in my that yes. I made or something. Oh my goodness. Those are all good things and people, you know, don't judge you one way or the other for coming. We tell people like, come in your sweatpants. We mm-hmm. don't care. Come after your workout or come, you know, right from your other full time job. It doesn't matter. Yes. Um, there will be somebody there to greet you. You will find somebody to, to talk to. You will leave feeling like you wanted to be there and you spent your time wisely. That's really what the ultimate goal is. Right on. That's great. So that's what we do monthly. Mm-hmm. And then we do have quarterly meetings. Yes. Uh, we bring in speakers or we have some of our members speakers 
um, come in. Like last month we talked about, um, or we had a panel. So they talked about kind of behind the curtains of what goes on really with entrepreneurship, just mm-hmm. from their own, their own mm-hmm. stories. It's they're... so important to hear this kind of stuff though. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was telling you earlier from someone, uh, what do you call it? Like someone who's looking from the outside in, it's easy to think, you know, everything's systematic and coordinated and perfect and everything. So mm-hmm. it's great to hear that y'all are sharing that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of things that happen, you know, behind the scenes that nobody really necessarily knows about. That's what you know. We have those discussions, um, and then we have um, summer social that'll come up. That's just for members, their families, and then you know, significant others. Though they will come, so that'll be like in August. That's like members only, and then we have our holiday party that mm-hmm. is members only. But the rest of them are open to everyone. That is so cool. So we really, you know, we like to do that. And then we're also expanding now. We'll be offering workshops that are member-led. They'll start in this this coming quarter mm-hmm. that will be a variety of different topics. So we've got somebody who makes bags. She'd be somebody who what would be able to do that. What a great idea. Somebody who's an accountant. They're going to do like accounting 101. What do you do when you're a small business? Which is major. Because yeah. nobody wants to think about the business part no, of the running a business. It's so important. Yes, the legal thing. Mm-hmm. So we have people that have offered to do it. Some are paid, some are free. Um, but we're going to open that up to members and non-members. You know, the fee structure may be slightly different of course. for that. But we want to be bring I think more. it's amazing that y'all are offering... Uh, potentially payment that's huge like I would think just being as you know being a member like hey uh, other duties as assigned (laughs) if you're a member so the fact that y'all that's incredible and you organize this you and your your board yes and I mean that initially yes so it was very small at the time now we have well you know my goal of 100 we have 160 members right now as of today. Oh, and you and you thought it was okay, lofty yeah. just a hundred. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I was like, you're closer to two than one. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. And we still have applications. Mm-hmm. And you started in 2017. Is there mm-hmm. a cutoff? You know no. what I mean? Are y'all ever going to be like, okay, you know, we're at 250, like we can chill? No, because we really, a lot of times we, we don't get, well, we'll never have all 160 members at anything at the same time. And okay. even if we did, we really, I mean, we have a space. Now we partner with the Small Business Development Center. So where you were mm-hmm. at your um, at Delmar, yes, at yeah. Delmar, um, at your event, we that's where we hold ours. Um, we also partner with. We'll be doing something with the Bay Jewel. They're a partner Ooh, of ours. Yes. Um, later this year, we did a pop up. Uh, I think for Art Walk last year, kind of at the last minute, we ended up doing that. It was a really fun event. So we really try to get into the community and do things. It's not all retail. Um, we have about fifty different industries, fifty I think, that are represented in the group. This uh, is, I mean, insane. There's so much to this. Yeah. But you we have know. a lot of other people helping. So I think that of was course, going back to of your... Of course, it, No, it's not all me now. Yeah. Um, we hired our first part-time employee. So mm-hmm. Sierra is amazing. She's our administrative assistant. She answers all the emails. She gets back to people. Super she gets everything. important. Very, very important, that communication. Yes. Yes. Huge. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure that people knew, you know, how long it's going to take for members to be reviewed and approved or new members. Um, you know, anytime we have... You know, new things going on with the website or we have announcements or we you know we have things like that she really she administers all of that so she takes all of those things that a couple of us were doing on a day-to-day basis and she handles it that and to me that's a wise move because yeah. you know having somebody who's sole focus is that for the most part mm-hmm. so helpful yeah so she's been a huge help to us and has allowed us to kind of think bigger with what we want to do long term um, and we have a lot of other members who have stepped up to chair committees and are organizing. You know, we have somebody who does our um, weekly 
member spotlights. So oh yeah, John Watson. She's amazing. She does. I love that you do that. Uh, we started it and then we just got too busy, so it mm-hmm. fell off. And it was something that I really, really felt strongly about. And so she was the one I think that came up and said, "If I help you with this," and she does the art. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out to all of our members. Um, and then she does that weekly. She solicits all of the members to get, you know, to yes. come in and provide their information. And she does an outstanding job. So people like her make this so much, I don't want to say easier to do, but it allows us to do so many more I mean, it's things. just efficient. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the way you're describing it. I mean, you're like, okay, I, I had a woman's group in Louisiana and I wanted to start one here. I know I was thinking a hundred members. Wow. And now <laughs> it's <coughs> not even two years later, you're pushing 200 guests almost. And look at the, I don't know if infrastructure is the right word, but look at the organization. I mean, and, and the, just that it's expanding. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have this initial goal and then you, you just keep hitting those milestones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm just amazed at it. I don't think I've ever had it broken down for me like that with a nonprofit. I think the majority of nonprofits I've seen, I mean, they're they're doing what they can, mm-hmm. but there's just so few of them involved that it's usually one person kind of taking the helm. Right. And yeah. if it was, I don't think it would be doing, it, it would be anywhere near where it is now. So. I may have started and directed a lot of the initial things, but really it is member-led. So for the mm-hmm. most part, we have a lot of people that are offering um, up you know, their ideas and their spaces and their time and you know, their talents, because that also helps them too. Yes. So if you have somebody who is you know, a whiz at social media, and like we have uh, Lauren Underwood is doing all of our Perkins, Lauren Underwood Perkins, I think. <laughs> her, well, I don't want to say the wrong last name. Uh, she does our social media now, so she schedules the posts, things that I used to do. Um, now she does that, so she handles all of it, yes. and that was a huge thing for me to, to be able to hand off. And that's her job; that's what she does all day long. So then she has that in her back pocket. Now she can say, "And I do this for, yeah, you know, for Wes, and I'm able, you know, I think she's hopefully gotten additional clients and revenue." I'm sure. And, um, and I've looked into becoming a nonprofit. It's not an easy process. No, and we've had definitely had great legal help with that, mm-hmm. um, and we've we've been very fortunate to be able to be connected with some great resources and people that have been able to help us along the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you guys have also so you've been doing the holiday market, I guess, the this past one in twenty eighteen, and then you did a spring mar- market. Right, we do two a year. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the goal behind that is just to get your ladies out that are that are members mm-hmm. to uh, you know sell their wares kind of thing right yes so it's definitely to help growth our you know our member small businesses um so we use that but it's also a community event Mm -hmm. so we always partner with a nonprofit, another not so a c3 nonprofit uh for our holiday market so we did the salvation army we've done um the purple door i think that was the first one then the salvation army um and then we also have a couple of nonprofits as members in our group. So this last oh, spring excellent. market, mm-hmm, we had um, Period Corpus Christi mm-hmm. was there. They had a table or a booth. We had um, Liz Perez with the Corpus Christi Maternal Mental Health Coalition. Yes, <laughs> it's a mouthful, but okay. it's good. And I feel like we had one other person maybe there too. Um, so we were able to help them raise yes, money for their organization. Tremendous. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do another one. So our holiday market this year has even gotten bigger. So we started out with a hundred. We run 500 plus attendees now for the last three markets. We've done that. So 
Um, it brings a lot, I'm hoping, a lot of business to bus, which is where we've, we've been the last few markets. They're the perfect venue for mm -hmm. a, a market. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. No, it's been, um, it's been a really great place for us to be able to, to work with our own vendors and our members and really help promote them, mm -hmm. but then also promote other small businesses that are around there. Because when you come downtown, you may go to bus and you may shop and then mm, you're probably gonna end up at the bar down the street yep. or you're gonna end up going you know, and doing something else that's right around that area. So mm -hmm. our hope is that we're bringing traffic down that will stay down there. We, you know, I love, I'm from, you know, I live downtown in Omaha. I saw that, uh, that change happen. You know, we've, we've lived in a transitional area that came up and, you know, and has really done some amazing things there. I want to see that here. And yes. so, you know, we partner with um, Alyssa down at the downtown management district mm -hmm. and you know, we try to do what we can to help bring more business down there and um, I can say you definitely have I mean it's huge what you what you've done just yeah, by having that event there it's been a really it's been a really fun thing to see to see grow and to see the members too when they come back and they're like, man this is a good event you know mm -hmm. and yeah they're selling when people come that's the thing with this and with loca for local which will be this um, this coming third uh, the 13th yeah. on Saturday. Oh, with, the 13th. There it is. I know. Here it comes again. <laughs> um, those are those types of events in the town. People come to shop. I don't think people understand. Like you come, you come early, you buy yourself because people sell out. Yes. I sell out of multiple things at every market that I have yes. because people are there. This is like the first time. <laughs> this is going to sound so silly. <laughs> this is the first time in a long time that one of these pop-ups is occurring the Saturday after payday. So I'm like, oh, yes, I'm okay, yeah. stuff. I mean, it's going to be, <laughs> yes. And, and yeah, get there early. Like she said, I think it starts at noon. It starts at three. three. This one starts at three, oh. three to eight. Well, okay. That's later. I yes. remember noon to five typically. Yeah. I think that's what we I'm did. Ours was that. like that. I think ours was, uh, the West market was 12 to, 12 to four, 12 to five, something like that. Yeah. Um, but Elena's will be okay. Three, three to eight. eight. Okay. Y'all heard yes. that. And I'm sure y'all seen the advertisements too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then, so you, you, West is established, but you said yeah. that 13 and Market got kind of put on the back burner. A little bit. I mean, we opened the store in there, and, you know, we've had a, a good amount of traffic, and what I ended up doing is pulling back a lot on, with online sales. That's mm -hmm. what I, that's what I had done for three or four years um, up until then, but then Instagram had those, you know, all the problems happened, or just we weren't yeah, getting Yeah, so tell the, me more about this, because mm -hmm. you, I'm not a business owner, so how does an algorithm change affect you? What's happening? So it went from um, when you posted, every one of your followers saw. Yeah. To when you post, if you had interesting content and it was relevant, then it kind of got you know put into this queue of everyone they were following. Oh. Which is still what it's like now. So you might post something, right, and people won't see it for 15 hours. Yeah. It'll come back up. Or if somebody, if you post something that's, uh, that, for whatever reason, really catches everyone's attention, then they start commenting on it and sharing it and doing that. Then yours keeps getting it, you know, more and to more. The top. I always mm -hmm. wonder, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I'm like, why am I seeing this again? I don't mind seeing it again, but why am I seeing it again? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm not affected by that in any kind of way. I can see how that would be extremely <laughs> frustrating yes. from a business owner's perspective. Yes. And a lot of them, what I had seen is people kind of got Instagram famous. So we had a lot of home decor stores. We're in this Instagram community across the country. They were literally going out and getting, space they were renting space spending several thousand dollars a month in a retail space because they were making so much money on instagram that they could do that okay well what happens when that free platform that's not yours gets taken away mm -hmm. you are left with thousands of dollars in rent mm -hmm. and a merchandise and product and all that and they started having to close 
So that's what, you know, when we talk in marketing about not putting all of your eggs in one yes, basket like and not focusing, that, that's what happens. Um, and had I not had the background that I did in being able to say, okay, this is what's happening, know, let's shift that, gears. Excellent, excellent. That's that what happens. That background. Um, yeah, but it, it, it also was that, and I consciously made the decision to pull back on everything mm-hmm. so that I could focus on Wes. Um, which probably in hindsight wasn't the best move, right? Because we had just <laughs> left both of our jobs. But again, that's kind of, you know, that's... Well, you were called to do it, like you said. Yeah. When you feel that inclination to pursue something. Yeah, it's like, opened up a ton of doors, too. Exactly. So, you know, I won't... Of course I want to do this because it's helping the community and it's benefiting. But at the end of the day, we all need to make money, yes. right? We need to be um, focused on doing that so that we can continue to help other people and other businesses of course that. and i know i don't know like the specific ins and outs but i feel like you'll always be in the position to make money you just come across that way you know <laughs> you know how to do it i mean I, I would hope yeah i would hope so at some point like it falls into place so if you're a seinfeld fan where he like throws out the 20 dollars yeah. and somebody comes back in 20 he always comes out even yes kind of how i yeah. feel sometimes yeah well no i mean it's like a constant flow right like yeah. It's constantly coming in, even if, you know, it's going out pretty regularly, mm-hmm. too. It's still always coming. Yes. So, so uh, okay. So, I guess you're getting 13 in market back on track, right? <laughs> Stores opened up. How do you decide what to stock a store with? I just feel like I would be overwhelmed by the choices. Do you just pick what you like? Um, yes. So... I love it. For the most part, that's what was selling. Was when I started, I just I started with a home decor account, but I was not selling. I would get to in, say in, back in Instagram land, mm-hmm. so I just posted all these things and I had purchased all of these items, and people kept asking me where I was buying them. So that's really at the end of the day, that's how it got started because yeah. I was buying these things and people wanted to know them so they could go buy them. So oh. I was like, oh, okay, well I'm going to start going through my catalogs <laughs> and picking. Yeah. yeah, so I knew that that was where at least my market at the time was very interested in that. So I could go out and buy a product and start this company. And I think I had maybe like 3,000 followers on Instagram and I thought that was like amazing. I think that's amazing. Well, <laughs> with all of the giveaways and the games and all the, you know, we did, I never bought a follower, I never did anything, but mm. we ended up with, I don't know, 24,000 or something. Yeah, is where we're amazing, at now. yes. Um, but without... I know a lot of people who bought followers. A lot, I, a, a lot, lot of people do. No, and I mean, that, that's, that's how they wanna, you know, do their thing, and that's great, but I'm just like, wow. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense to do that, honestly, because they're not, I mean, they're not real accounts, mm. so they aren't going to like your things, they're not going to comment on your right. things. I mean, for this, the ones that I was looking at, I mean, that I knew of at the time, um, and, it, you know, your engagement suffers and, and all of that, because you're, you're not promoting to real people. Yeah. So, I would still, to this day, advise against doing that, mm-hmm. um, but... You have to be very active. You have to have a plan in place. You have to really schedule and you out. Are. I'm thinking mostly of made in Corpus Christi. That is very yeah. That's active. definitely um, that's different now from where I was with 13 Market. I don't post regularly over there anymore. Mm-hmm. I kind of post more personal things or mm-hmm. um, things that I want you know, more people to kind of just look at quotes and that kind of stuff. Of course, we're not. I'm not carrying a lot of inventory over there right now because. Corpus <laughs> Christi is blowing up. Yeah, so, that's so how did this idea stuff. come to you? Because this is such an amazingly inspired, genius idea. So good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, two, two things happened about the same time. So I, I don't take credit for the name. I don't take credit for anything that um, just came out of nowhere. It mm-hmm. did not. 
Um, I had a friend back in who I used to work with back in Nebraska who is a beautiful, an amazing graphic designer. Um, he started a home decor store, very different than mine, very like mid-century modern. They've Ooh. grown up, like they've just grown this build business. It's just this gorgeous, gorgeous business. He started Made in Omaha. Okay. And I started seeing all of the work that was coming out of there. And I kind of, at the same time, I had been collecting all of these new local designers and artists to bring into 13 and Market. Mm-hmm. So I already had a lot of these things set up yes um and i didn't know what to do with it so i see what he's doing over here and then i was like why don't we make some ornaments for the logo for local market the holiday market last year on small business saturday and then our west holiday market so my husband of course has a laser and all this fancy this equipment so i sketched out a couple of logos and I was like, why don't you make me some ornaments? There's holiday ornaments, uh, like a little Corpus Christi cheer, Merry Christmas from Corpus Christi, oh, and Made in Corpus Christi. So yes. that's where it came from. So I drew them out and put them on the computer and sent them over to, to Andrew. And I said, can you just make me just a handful of these before the market? And so we did. And then I had a friend, Erin, who owns Gusseed um, mm. and Champagne Stitch. She had, owns both of those companies. So I said, make me some CCTX hats because I, can't, I don't see them around here that much. And I kind of like that. I think it would, you know, kind of stand out. Yes. So she made me those. Andrew made me the ornaments. I took those along with all my other stuff from 13 to Market down to this market. And people were just lining up for them. And they were like, oh, so-and-so took the ornament I was going to have. We have more. <laughs> like, we sold out. We stacks of them. And it was funny, though, because I think I had them at, at $6 a piece. Mm-hmm. The and ornaments. The ornaments. Okay. So they, and they were big. They were three-inch wooden yeah. um, ornaments. They had a little red Custom thing. Made. Oh, yeah. They, and they were all Corbis. There's, I think, four designs. And so I had them out there, and they were like, oh, $6? I don't know, maybe. So they kind of passed on it. And I looked at Miranda, who's my uh, intern, but she's worked for us for, I think, almost two years now. She's amazing. So she does all the markets with me. Yeah. I was like, let's mark them down to five. I don't even think I had price tags. I just told them, let's just tell them it's five. $5, I'll take four. Right. It was crazy. I was like, well, here's some price marketing for us. That's amazing. Didn't matter. And yes. so we just sold well, out. It's like, ooh, a whole extra bill? Like, yeah. can I just pay you with one yeah, bill? That's, that's literally hilarious. what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. So we did that. And then the hats. So that's that's what sold. I sold a few other you know items. I think we had some candles and those types of things. We're right. all gift items. Ooh, we're going to talk about the candles. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm so excited for those. Uh-huh. Um... So we did that, and then I did it again at the West Market, and I, I went back. It was like, make me like, I don't know, 20, cam- 20 of the um, ornaments. Nice. Piece. And, I mean, they were sold out again. In the, so, the I mean, next... this is, isn't even during the holiday season, right? It is. Right? It, oh, is okay, like, it is. It's Small okay. Business Saturday, so November, oh, and then it. into early de- December. So it was prime yes. buying season. Um, we handed out so many cards because people were coming to the store. They were ordering them. They were getting them custom made. Wow. So with their names on them, they were putting those orders in. And I mean, at the end of all of that, I thought, okay, I really, I really need to do something with that. Mm-hmm. So that's when I mean, the your idea ideas of... just explode. <laughs> I mean, you try them out like I don't want to call it small stage, but it is. It is. Uh, yeah. It's like small batch, I guess. Cautious. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, you're still trying it, mm-hmm. and I mean, they just wildfire. Yeah, I mean, you don't see the ones that fail. Well, <laughs> but yes, these. Well, these have. Uh, I'd these say, what are you? I mean, you have <laughs> four. I'm counting four ventures so far that are pretty yeah. freaking successful. That's amazing. I'll take it. Yeah. Yes, please mm-hmm. do. 
Okay, so people are custom ordering it, and uh, so you don't have a name for it yet. Or are you advertising them as Made in Corpus Christi? No, I didn't start the company. I think I bought the URL. I went and looked and saw that there was no company named Made in Corpus Christi. So uh, I registered the name. I, or, I set up the website, um, the URL, and then you know got my LLC. So that I've done a few times now. So I know. Yes, you know, yes. Um, if you don't, though, if you don't know how to do it, I, go to the Small Business Development Center. Love it. Get them. You can. You go to an orientation. It's all free. It is taxpayer funded, so you are paying for it anyway. Go to it. Word. Um, how do they find? How do we find a schedule for this? You can go to their website. So okay. I don't know if it, it, it's the Corpus Christi for, um, chapter of the SBDC or Small Business Development Center. Okay, Small Business Development Center. They have a website that's local. You go in there. You register for the orientation. Once you attend that, then you are given a. Um, I want to say a director, but they are your not counselor. Like a mentor. Sort of. Okay. There's a word I just can't think of. Anyway, think of that is your person. And they're the ones that walk you through this process. So they don't do it for you, mm -hmm. but you learn um, how to write a business plan. You learn how to set up your finances. They direct you to all the, the proper places to get your LLC or to get your um, DBA or you know anything that you need for sales tax IDs. They tell you and help you and learn how to this, do all that. all of this you have to do prior to starting a business. Yes. And that is one of the things with West. You have to be a legally functioning business and doing business properly in the state of Texas. If you are not doing it, um, but you want to also contact us mm -hmm. because we don't care if you've not been doing it legally before, if we can help you get <laughs> to the point where you're doing it legally now, yes. that's really what we care the about. The past is the past, guys. Let's look forward. Yes. I mean, we're, we're honestly, we get people that have been selling things for years online without collecting sales tax or without remitting sales tax or doing those things you can get in very big trouble yes. for doing that. Like go to jail trouble. <laughs> like the worst trouble. Yeah. And people think, oh, I'm little. I'm just selling hair bows mm -hmm. out of my garage. Mm -hmm. No one's going to know. They're, they will find you. Yes. They will find you. So please do it. It does not take that much time. It does not take that much money to get set up correctly. And then you are free to do whatever you want with your business. There you go. Um, you do have to, you know, remit so you that sales tax. All, but... you, like you just, just said, even if you're online, even if you're not selling oh, yeah. from a storefront, mm -hmm. that's important. Yeah, and you know, pop-up shops and at your mom's house and all that. You, if, as, soon, as soon as you sell one product, you are a business, and you need to handle your business yeah. <laughs> accordingly. Well, good to know that you you guys are a resource as well as uh, the small business, business development. development yeah, yeah, and then they can connect you with um, Score does mentoring. So if you want a business mentor that's been in a similar industry for a year for years, they can connect you with those people. And the uh, SBA, the Small Business Administration, is here. So we partner with, as Wes with all of these organizations in town. Such a good idea to help you know facilitate that and make sure that people are doing things correctly because you know at the end of the day that ta those tax dollars come back to our community and we want the community to thrive and if we aren't doing our part then no one is going to be successful so yes. we are collectively doing this in order to make everyone you know living in a better place better roads better schools but all those things that we complain about we can do something about it <laughs> and that's what she's, we're doing she's pointing back at us because it's so true I mean, what a wealth of knowledge you just offered in this last segment. I mean, not only that, but I mean, pointing out the fact that these uh, resources are available mm -hmm. due to money that we're already paying via right. taxes. Yeah. Utilize them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tremendous. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really great collaborative environment over there, too. So people, they don't care if you've done something wrong. They don't care if you're, you know, you haven't done it right in, in the past or, you're, you know, you're just starting out or you've been in business for a while. Just. Just trust me. Go yes. to them. Find them. They will help you. They will get you where you need to be. 
Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so still not quite there with Maine and Corpus Christi. Yes. So how, how did that kind of spring off when you just decided? You said you, you bought the... The URL, don't you? Yep. Yeah, you yeah. That, I got the website. Got everything established. It got, it got everything set up legally. Um, and you just sat on it for a little bit. I think it was actually at one of our markets. Uh, Miranda Holt is, like I said, my our my intern, and she has been working for us for a while. Um, her boyfriend Aaron is a graphic designer in town. Oh wow! And I just kind of leaned up and I was like, "What do you think of these designs?" And she's like, "Yeah, they're they're all right." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you want to put something together?" And then sure enough, like two weeks later, he sent me an invoice and he had all these designs, and I was like. Oh, we're really gonna do this. Okay, and yeah. I started looking at it, and I was like, "These are good. These are really good. We can do some stuff with these." Yes. So that Corpus Heart, that yes. you see the Corpus with the heart, that is Aaron. Um, that we know future is yeah, sure. the one, yeah, the one I'm wearing. Yeah, um, we know future is his design mm-hmm. company. Um, he did he did quite a few different designs for us that we've been utilizing uh, for a while, and then we've you know, we've reached out to a couple of other designers. And I started handpicking. I had a few, like I mentioned, from 13 to Market um, that were artists that had been making things for us already. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I kinds was... of things? So we had um, North 80, so that's Heidi Thorpe does. Um, she hand paints all of these beautiful watercolor illustrations. Then she takes that, she scans it in, she makes fabric. She was making pillows. Wow. She was making, so everything literally was made in Corpus Christi from yes. the beginning to the end. Um, she was doing so things. Happy. Um, Emily uh, McCauley does sea, what is it, sea green designs. Yes. I think mm-hmm. she's fantastic. So she takes green sea designs. Green, what is it? Yeah. Sea green, green mm-hmm. sea designs. Yes. She goes out into the, the bay or to the Gulf and she pulls out the algae and she makes these beautiful prints and, mm-hmm. um, things. So that's all obviously very local. Yes. Um, Sam Thurman, she was on your yes. podcast. <laughs> um, she makes these really cool, um, copper hand stamped key tags for me and necklaces that had saved I love those. those. Oh my gosh, I love those. Yeah, so I just kept adding to them and to be honest, like, I would just look at the West directory and I would find all these women. I'm like, okay, do you want to do something for me? Do you want to do something for me? And it was, what a way to give back too. That's no, it was, it was really easy to find quality products that I could sell in the, the shop. But the thing that we do different than Made in Omaha, because um, I don't know really anything about how they have their structure set up, um, we, I also work very closely with a certain amount of you know, brands to create things that are custom for us. Yes. So that's where the candles come in. Yes. That's where the soaps come in. Um, the jellies are co-branded. Um, so, so when you say have... jellies, are we talking edible jelly? Yeah. Okay. Just make yeah, sure. So, so, yeah. So it's not just jelly and jam. She yeah. actually makes these creations that you can put, uh, mix them up into margaritas and you can put them on ribs and you can, you know, they're... Wow. Amazing. Yes. So some of them, I didn't find her. She found me. Some people mm-hmm. will, will pitch me on mm-hmm. these things, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't take everybody of course. in, but if it fits the overall you know, goal of the company, yes. that, and that's you know, the bring thing. them in. You have the knack. Mm-hmm. Like I, you'll pick right. Mm-hmm. You know, It's just one of those things. It has to fit, like you said. Yeah. And Tell me about the candles. I'm sorry. I'm so excited about the candles. I know. Those I've been wanting to do for a while. So yeah. I have a, a candle maker it's 222 candle company um chase fortran he's actually from corpus he doesn't live here now but it also counts if you you I are agree. made in corpus christi or you are from here um <laughs> that's where his roots are um he was making candles for me last year and for 13 and market and we kind of switched gears and i said let's just hold off on those i'm not sure what i want to do with them and this came up 
And I honestly don't remember how this idea came up. I know other people have done it. It is not a brand new you know, idea by any means, but... What do you mean? Um, creating candles with names that represent different areas of the city. Okay. So I know they're out there. Mm -hmm. I think there might have been at some point something here. I've never seen it, but I think somebody had mentioned something at Rockport that there was okay. a company. I don't, I don't know. I've never seen right. them. I don't, I don't know if they still exist. Right. Um, at the time I had no idea that mm. anybody was doing it, but I knew that this would be a fun way to promote just the city as a whole. And it's like a little, uh, What's the word? Like a love letter almost. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Trade Center. You mm -hmm. have a candle for the Trade Center. It smells amazing. It's such a, like, just so brilliant. Well, we just wanted, we wanted to showcase different areas and in a positive way. So, mm -hmm. right, Corpus has not always had the most glamorous image. Absolutely And not. we have a little bit of an identity problem. With you, girl. <laughs> yes. So, one of the things is to really get people excited about it. So, doing the shirts, doing the hats. I mean, I think the last two weeks, Hats have been selling like crazy because people are seeing them. Um, you know, we've been lucky enough to get into the Bend magazine a few mm -hmm. times. And we were on uh, one of the news stations. We do a lot of social media with a lot of people who share us and pick us up. Um, so people are seeing it and they're coming in saying, I want the Corpus hat. Where's the CCTX hat? I yep. need to get this. And they're so excited to be walking around wearing yes, it. Yes, and the decals. Yeah, it's just, it's really fun yeah. to see how fast that's picked up. I mean, we sell a lot of shirts. Like the design that you got. I love um, it. I think we're on my third reorder. Yeah, you did a pre-sale. Thank God. Uh -huh. I'm jumping on this. Uh-huh. And I, I, I do. I, I pull the audience a lot because I want to know I'm not used to buying 100 shirts at a time. Mm -hmm. I am now buying 100 shirts at a time. This is insane to me to think that. When I was buying like 12 and I was calling my friends down at Elevated Screen Printing and being like, will you take my order? Yeah. Like, I just want one <laughs> extra large, one large. I don't know if anybody's going to do this. Yeah. And they were, I mean, they're amazing to work with. Yes. And I love being able to keep everything local. So mm -hmm. we, it's designed locally, mm -hmm. it's printed locally, and then it's sold locally. Um, but it's really, really fun to be able to see. I'm like, okay, we'll do a pre-sale. Maybe we'll sell five. You know, and I think we sold upwards of 20. Just yeah. you know, sight unseen, no one had seen this design. It hadn't been printed yet. Yep. Um, I mean, they've seen the design, but those types of things are really fun to see because then you can just kind of feel the energy right people are starting to get excited about things and when that yes. happens people just i mean it, things start happening like outside of anything that i'm doing things start happening yes and that's i love what stories I, like this yeah i just you know it's, with west the same thing we have seen offshoots of different organizations starting different groups different um you know, women that are collaborating and they're building their businesses together and they're sharing ideas and they're doing their own thing. And I think I've had a couple of people ask me, like, well, are you worried that there are other organizations? No, I'm not. That's yeah. the whole idea is there is enough for everyone. Exactly. And Such it, an important message. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't want to fight with for people. You know, you will find your spot. Mm -hmm. Not everyone will fit into West. Of course. They just won't. I mean, it's not going to fit everybody. Not yeah. everyone will fit into, you know, some of the other groups that are around there. And that's, that's the, the beauty of it because you will find your spot. You'll yes. find the thing that really works well with what you want to do and how you act and how you work mm -hmm. with people. Um, so to see that is really fun. And then to see all of the, the people that are coming in saying, I'm, you know, I have this design or I make this type of product or would you like to you know, try something like this out or what do you think about that? That's fun to me because I'm able to see the creative side of so many people. Yes. And then if it works in the store, we're able to really promote them. Um, 
because I mean the other yes I want to make money as I've said before for my own business yes of course but we you know we are there to help promote all the other artists directly as well so and I've said this before too especially the graphic designers that we hire and everyone like you know if we have purses or bags or whatever it is you will get their name you'll get their contact information mm -hmm. you will find everything on the website because if you love the corpus heart design you want aaron to you know want to hire aaron to do something for your business yeah you should be able to find it's so them. genius in its simplicity yeah like it's just so good yeah i think that's that's the the thing that's fun from this design side. When I tell, when I talk to the designers too, I don't give them any parameters. Give me your take on Corpus okay, Christi. Okay, I was That's curious it. about that. I was that curious about that. No, I don't. Wow. I think I made one change to a font and one logo. Mm -hmm. You know, for something that Aaron did, and with Garrett and the the Gold That's Coast girls. Design, right? mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I did anything. He gave me a couple designs and I paid for him for him and said, "That's it." You know, that's what I want. I don't want my take on their take on Corpus Christi. That's not what I want. I want really what they do and they're so different in what they Yes, offer. that's such a tremendous way to promote diversity too. Mm -hmm. Literally people's interpretations of things. Mm -hmm. So do they, are they like, okay, I really see this on a shirt or is it just kind of like whatever you think you, you want to see this on? Yeah, I think the parameters that I've given them and now they've seen what all we can do, uh, which is uh, yeah, a tiny, tiny por portion of what we really can do and mm -hmm. will do is it has to be versatile enough to be on a variety of different materials or different products. Um, and it has to tell the story of Corpus. Like that's really it. So, you know, they can mock things up or they can do whatever they want. Um, in fact, I think Garrett sent me a, a list of like, here it is on mugs, here it is on shirts, here it is on Oh, hat. wow, that's, yeah, and then yeah. you can choose. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh -huh. And so that makes it a lot easier when we're thinking about it because then all of the things we can do at Milestones, it's so diverse and what we can print on or etch on and engrave on and whatever with all of our, like our glassware and our tumblers. Yeah, and, and I saw you just recently, like when was that, today, yesterday? Posting the glass, uh -huh. yeah, with the Gulf Coast girls on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I loved it. Yes. So we're, we're trying to... I also want one things. of your mugs. There's just so many things I want. <laughs> but, I mean, the colors you chose. Uh, like I said, I had to force myself out of your store that day. Oh. But it's just... Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have that feeling. Because no, I don't really, want people to walk like, in and be like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like I said, just what you're doing. I don't think, and I've lived here my whole life, that I've ever seen Corpus Pride at this level. I mean, people are rocking it. I mean, all of it. Oh, that's exciting to hear. It is exciting. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the fact that people are vying up for it, too, mm -hmm. the product. Like, people here, I mean, they may have their gripes about the place and where we've been, but they still love it here. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah. locals are, like, ride or die. Mm -hmm. So, you've been here for five years. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on it? What were your thoughts when you first moved? And, I mean, you can be totally candid. When you first move here to like where it is now, you know, like how, how are you feeling about it? Because I mean, moving from, I don't know much about Lafayette, you know, Corpus, we have a beach, it's nice, but I don't think five years ago we had quite as much as we do now, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, you know, I've seen the small business community like explode really in the last, I would say, three to four years. I've seen a ton of growth in that area, um, even outside of anything that, you know, we've done with Wes, you know, all the downtown, all the, you know, different people that are starting up all these different businesses um, outside of anything that we're doing, that helps because then when other small businesses start, you know, making their moves, even just, you know, where we're at on Staples, 
you know, we've gotten I um, love like where y'all coffee muckle is or yes. coffee mug is like right down the the street from us, and the yarn place mm-hmm. and Bien Merite is like de- just still couple. haven't been there. That's on my mm-hmm. list. I need to go. Yeah, I need no, to go. it really is, and that's close to Six Points, which has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to continue to, to grow that area, um, which has already happened, you know, there's. If anybody's looking for real estate, go by there now. There's such cool buildings there. It just needs some love and attention. Yes. Um, But, you know, those types of things, it's fun to see. You know, we we built, we bought there hoping that there would be growth. Mm -hmm. We didn't know if it was going to happen. And so far, we've been pleasantly surprised. So that type of thing is really promising. Um, And really just how easy it's been to connect with people here mm-hmm. I think is really nice. It was very hard in Louisiana to kind of break into that culture and it has not been that way here. I love hearing that. So yeah, yeah. it makes a, a big difference to people. Yeah. I take pride in, in Corpus and, and the people, I mean, for the most part, I've only ever had good experiences here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it always kind of blew my mind, especially people born and raised. They're changing their tune now. Yeah. But you know, it's always one of those things, especially in high school, nothing to do, nothing offered, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I saw that you posted the color, I think it's a color times article that refers to Corpus as being one of the top three places to start a business. Yeah, I just saw that this morning. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that? I mean, especially, I mean, you started the business before Corpus was a place to start a business. (laughs) So, I mean, how does that make you think in terms of like a a business owner? Are you like, yes, I I saw the trend beforehand or? Oh, yeah, I don't think I ever thought about it that way. It was just, Mm -hmm. this is where we are. We're going to do whatever it is. I would have done it probably anywhere. Right. Um, But the cost of living, is good here. Um, the amount of ain't that the truth? Yeah, yes. I think people forget about that mm-hmm. um, sometimes. The amount of opportunity is great, and you know if you go to some of these other towns, and I'll go back to Omaha. You know the downtown area was not you know, that great. You know twenty years ago, and seeing all the development and the people coming in and updating all the biz- the buildings and just revitalizing that whole area has brought millions of dollars of revenue into that that part of town into the city um you know and that that has a lot you know long arms like it reach the reach is very great when that happens in one area of the community it starts to expand yes and so that's really i never came into it thinking ugh, it's a dump like Mm -hmm. it's just it doesn't have all the things that i had when we were in a bigger city i was like ooh, look at all the things it's gonna have yes Mm -hmm. and like i said your perspective i I love your perspective so much because you're literally looking at it like a blank canvas kind of thing Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah i think as a business owner you kind of have to do that otherwise like if you can't get past all of the you know, the you know, rough around the edges kind of areas, mm-hmm. then we're still going to be complaining about the same things that we've been complaining about for the last however many years that people have been complaining here. Um, you have to do something. And it's going to take a lot of people that are doing something to make a change, but it's happening. You know, I'm seeing it. It's huge. So it's, it's a good thing for our city. Yeah. And, I mean, it's right. steady. Mm-hmm. So what does your family think about this? What, what does everybody have to say? I mean, you know the successful businesses, the the nonprofit that's totally benefiting our community, and now Made in Corpus, which is another way of benefiting the community. I mean, in terms of getting local artists' names out there and just incorporating all local everything into the process. I mean, well, what do they think? I I just normal. Yeah, really. See, I'm like, man, I feel like just every day you're killing it, you're killing it, you're killing it. No, I mean, I, I just think... get excited about that kind of stuff. I really do. I need to call you every <laughs> like, man. Like, no, 
know. I mean, I think from the outside, like you said, you know, that's what people see. That's really good. I think we, you know, we do still struggle with a lot of things. And so those are the things, honestly, inside our family that that's what we're looking at. And, you know, how can we make this work? What can we do better? How can we, you know, so it's constantly like internal growth. Mm -hmm for that external growth to yes, happen. Yes, of course. I mean, you know, you don't want to be stagnant. I, like I said, I don't think it's possible for you to remain stagnant ever. No. Um, so the fact that you're constantly reassessing where you are and where you can be just yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, and it's it's really exciting. Like for Andrew, this is his first foray into business ownership. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really amazing to see all of the work that he's been doing. I mean, I don't know anyone who works harder than this man in my entire life. I don't, I've never met anyone. Um, and it's so no, it makes fun. makes sense that y'all are together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's fun to see that growth and to see what they're doing. Because it's a completely different industry. It's a very different um, realm than what I'm at, you know, where, yeah. what, what they had to, have done. And that's been a, a really fun thing to see in the customers that he's doing and the, you know, the creativity that's coming from the customers. And that is, that's really fun to see that building too. Yeah. Well, Nikki, just... Thank you so much for being a guest, for having me in your, your parents' home. Uh, so we will see you this Saturday, 3 to 8, Made in Corpus Christi. Yes. At the Loco for Local event. Exactly. We'll be there. Yeah, and then you have a West Social mm -hmm. July 17th at Hard Knocks. Correct. Okay. And the, anybody who's interested in it, and like she said, even if you just want to get away from the family for a little bit, yeah, go check it out. out. Go mingle. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Yes, thanks for having me.